PFT Media. You are now listening to Cinema Crespediso. Chris Crespo Radio Show. Everybody likes it. Listen to a shit. Welcome to Cinema Crespo Tiso. What up? You guys remember that 90s Budweiser? Come on. We've been bought by Anheuser-Busch. <laughs> Have we? Yes. Where, where's my check? Uh, we've been... They paid us in hops. Uh, I thought it was marijuana. Chris. <laughs> I mean, technically they're both cannabis plants. Right. <laughs> that's, how, that's how they got through that legal loophole, Drew. Right genus, wrong species. Yeah, they, I got screwed on that one. <laughs> I got really screwed. So uh, we are brought to you by your overlords, Bud, Bud Lights. And Disney? And Disney. Thank you, So Disney. no, wait. So no, not, not even Anheuser-Busch anymore because they got bought out by InBev. InBev. So InBev. Shout out to InBev. So InBev and the Walt Disney Corporation. We did get uh, yearly passes to Bush Gardens that we can use. However, there are blackout dates. As uh, in, like, 364 of the 365 days? I mean, we are allowed to go on February 8th of every year. In between, what, 2 and 4 p.m.? One. <laughs> I, I got us a 1 to 5 pass. Okay. And fast passes. <laughs> so, four hours once a year. Yeah, we, but, gotcha. but we get to the front of every line. Well, we get to the front of every single rider line. <laughs> we have to go on all the rides by ourselves. Four hours once a year. It's fine. It's fine. <laughs> it's fine. Yeah. Uh, ladies and gentlemen, welcome to Cinema Crespo So I'm your host, Chris Crespo, with Tracy Cogbert. What up, dude? Steve Edgy. Yeah. And our guest. Yeah. Steve Edgy. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> so are you playing both roles, Steve Edgy and is, Steve Edgy? Absolutely. Playing, playing the role of Steve Edgy is Steve Edgy. Uh, it's Easter Sunday. You know, this is our annual Easter Sunday show. We do this every Easter. I mean, we, we do. Point, we do it. Yeah, we do. We, we always do an Easter show. Yeah, we do. We will never not do, as long as there's Cinema Crespo so we will not do an Easter show. You, you mean we will not not do an Easter show? <laughs> Thank you very much. Thank you. That's good producing right there. That's good right? producing. Because you're listening. I think. <laughs> Thank you. Maybe. I appreciate that. Uh, yeah, it's Easter show. So we are here uh, to do the show in the name of our Lord Jesus. You know. Um, the king of all itches. The king of all itches. I put out that. Uh, not itches, itches, Chris. Liches. Liches. I thought you said the, the king, king of all itches. The he, king of all itches. He is the uh, Lich King. The Lich King. How do you spell Lich? L I C L I C H. L I C H. He's the Lich King. Mm-hmm. I read that in the Stephen King novel sometimes. Isn't yeah. the TikTok man the Lich King? Are you sure about this? No, Jesus. It's Jesus. Is Jesus Christ the TikTok man? Is Jesus Christ the TikTok man? Maybe. Maybe he is. Here's my new character is Bill Cosby, confusing Jesus Christ for Stephen King characters. Is Jesus Christ the Knock man in the stand. <laughs> uh, man, why that be- guy have to turn out to be a monster rapist? Now we can't have fun with our Bill Cosby routines anymore. I mean, we can, can. Just, but then we just have to acknowledge he's a monster. Remember. <laughs> he's also a bad person. Yeah. yeah. Now is it weird that Bill Cosby played a character on TV who uh, he had a uh, his gynecology office was in a basement? What? It, the, right. He, he was uh, was was he a gynecologist? What? Or was he a family doctor? Who? Oh, I think he was a family doctor. You mean on the Cosby Show? Yes. I believe he was just like a general family doctor. Did they ever say? 
I don't remember, but I know that his practice was in his basement, wasn't it? That's really creepy. I didn't know that. That is not a good place to have a Dr. Roll practice. Especially if you're an OBGYN. Right? That's an even creepier place to have an OBGYN practice. That's what I'm thinking. I'm thinking these are things that we can easily look up, but we won't because it's a cinema crespity, so we don't care to do those kind of things. (laughs) It's not important. That's nonsense. (laughs) We're just having fun. We're just having a good time. We're just sitting around a table. It's Easter Sunday, chilling out. So I was going to say, you know, I put out my annual... uh, Yahweh. Uh, Yahweh meme yeah. uh, that I like doing. It's a good now. one. It's a lot of fun. A lot of like it. likes. People like it. It's sacrilegious. Uh, but I noticed, you know, my very religious relatives up north who I'm, quote, friends with on Facebook, they, like they never like any of no. that stuff. I wonder why. Do they, no. do they get it? <laughs> I mean, they probably do, which is why they don't like it. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, you know, we're just having fun, right? We're having a good time. I mean, yes, we are just having fun, but at the same time, yeah, but but it's like, well, anyway, uh, I grew up in, in the church and I spent a lot of Easter's at church. Yeah, me too. Uh, last time I think I did that, though, was... I was it was awful. I was in college. I actually did it last time. It was voluntarily. College. Voluntarily went to a church on Easter Sunday, maybe my my senior <clears throat> year of high school. That's probably I, about when I did last. Yeah? Yeah. About I, 20, 21 years old? Something like that. I... Yeah. Pretty sure you were there when we were inadvertently in Notre Dame Cathedral well, on yeah, Easter Sunday. We didn't go to church for a service. No, but we, we, did, but we were inadvert inadvertently. Uh, we were there Easter Sunday, two thousand five. Yes, we, we were in Paris. Yes, well, well, we're from Paris. I go to Notre Dame yeah. Cathedral. Went to Notre Dame Cathedral. <laughs> it's like, man, it's crazy packed today. Why is it so packed? Like, oh. <laughs> Oh, it's Easter Sunday. No, yeah. seriously. We had no also, idea. Also, why are the stores all closed? Yeah. yeah. Well, yeah, yeah. It, was Sunday. it was just Sunday, but right? Still, it was yeah. It's France on Sunday. But yeah. Uh-huh. Uh, but yeah. We, we, we totally <laughs> traveled to Europe, to France, completely unaware of the fact that it was Easter Sunday. Uh-huh. Correct. <laughs> yes. That's we, us we, non-heathen we, we, Americans. We just happened to be in Notre Dame Cathedral on Easter Sunday but, while there was Easter Mass going yeah, on. Yeah, the place was packed as fuck. There was Easter <laughs> Mass going on. There was, and we're just there. walking through, just like, look at the buttresses. <laughs> yeah, we had just finished rolling a joint in an outhouse, and uh, yeah, and we smoked it on the side of the uh, the Rhine River, yeah, or the Seine River, the Seine, the Seine, it, it was the Seine, the Seine, no. and then uh, <laughs> oh wait, oh it's Easter Sunday, interesting. And we're not saying that to be like, look at us, we're so cool. The church is on fire, like people <laughs> when the church is on fire, it's like oh it's so sad, and they post a, a selfie with themselves like standing in front of it. I was like, man, you people are lame as fuck. Yeah. I should have put a picture. I have one picture. I don't have a picture in front of Notre Dame. Oh, in front of... I have a picture uh, in front of the second core. I should have put a picture in front of the second core. Like, oh, it's so sad. It's looking so stoic. <laughs> looking very stoic. <laughs> very stoic. 25-year-old stoic me yeah. with a scarf. <laughs> uh, broke, broke as fuck. Yes. But in Paris. Uh, I would have... Yeah. Oh, rip Notre Dame. <laughs> it's, fine. it's just a spire. One spire burned down. They're fine. They got plenty more. They got a billion. They'll <laughs> so go down to the basement. They'll grab one, take it up there. I got billions of dollars over there. Uh, what was my point? Oh yeah, uh, it's Easter. You just said Easter. It's I just Steve. Thought... Thank you for coming. We, fun we, we, we did a we did a fun Easter brunch at uh, at my parents. You know mm-hmm. how fun my parents are. Mm-hmm. Mom was. She was like, I don't want to break out the bar this early on a Sunday, but there was booze everywhere. Everywhere. <laughs> everywhere. I even told her, I was like, she was like, I finished my my club soda. I had a screwdriver. Then I had a club soda. And then uh, she was like, oh, you finished really drinking. Uh, I was like, I'm actually just drinking club soda, mom. You know, I'm not. She brings me back half a vodka. <laughs> like a splash of club soda. Like, here you go, man. <laughs> I got to record a show later. Gotta, uh, gotta do it. But now that I'm here, I'm sitting. I'm <laughs> Drink <Ooh>. up. <laughs> I'm also very low on seltzer water right now, so it's very sure. heavy on the ice and vodka. And the vodka. Yeah. Mm. I, 
I mean, I have plenty of options. It is what it is. I just got to get to Game of Thrones. Yeah. I break out the Tuwaka. And it's on. Watch a Game of Thrones. Then I go to bed. Game of Thrones guy? See? No. Not, not at all. Did you, did you watch it or are you like, I'm not interested? Um, it's somebody. It's, it's somebody. It's something you kind of have to watch with another person, I feel like. Because like. Um, I mean, I guess it helps. I maybe I binge watched it, and unfortunately, it's one of those shows that I mean, you can binge watch a little bit, yeah. But if you binge watch it too much, you actually kind of go, oh, "I don't, I don't want to watch this." It becomes too much. Yeah, I watched, um, I watched like the first season, mm-hmm. and then like the next three episodes of uh, oh, season, season two. two. Sure. And that's as far as I got. And you, and you burned out on it? Yeah. I could see you burning out. The show is so... There's so much going on within a season. Yeah. yeah. In terms of... It, it seems like nothing's happening. In terms of slowly moving people. Yeah, and, and pieces. Right? Yeah. Uh, but it was, I, I could see binging it being like, man, this is overwhelming. But I can still say, like, it's, it's, it's really good. Like, you know what I mean? Like, which is weird made. to hear from somebody that, you know, just admitted, uh, I couldn't go on. But that's the thing. I don't think it's a binge type of show even though a lot of people do it obviously that's the way people consume media these days Uh, I just happened to be one of those where someone told me I think it was Johnny actually Johnny was reading the books uh, Johnny the Hater past guest of the show a long long time ago was reading the books when the series was getting ready to debut Mm -hmm. and he was like oh man you should should be watching this because these books are great and uh, I was like, all right, if you no, say I so. Say, I, I got on it pretty early yeah, when it started. I, I got so. on it the first season. And then Sean Bean was like, well, Sean Bean, this You're guy's going to die at some point. <clears throat> you did. Yeah. And, and then he ends little, up being Ned Stark. You know? Little little did I know how many people would die yeah. in the fucking course of the show. I think with Game of Thrones, everyone's <laughs> on the chopping block at all, yes. at all times. But Sean Bean was like, oh, of course it's Sean Bean. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I mean, he, was gonna, I mean hell, he might even die twice in this. Yeah, he might <laughs> die twice sometimes. He's trying to, he said it, I heard him in an interview, he's trying to catch up to... Um, Christopher Lee what, most deaths for most deaths on film because you know he was uh, he cranked out hammer horror films in the 70s mm-hmm. he's made over 100 movies uh, Christopher Lee Rip, rest in power I believe <laughs> rest in possibly I'm not sure R.I.P. <laughs> maybe Christopher Lee hammer films Dracula Count Dooku and dead from pancreatic cancer and, of the toe and he was actually 20, in 2015 and he was actually friends with Tolkien uh, oh, that's right. He was, wasn't he? Yep. They got that Tolkien movie coming out. Uh, you know about that? No. Uh, it's called yeah. it's called Tolkien. It's called Tolkien. And it's Nicholas Holt, uh, Beast in the new X Men movies, and mm-hmm. uh, he was in the Mad Max Fury Road. Yeah. He uh, he plays Tolkien, and he goes to World War Two, and he gets his inspiration for uh, Lord of the Rings. Okay. So it's all about the parallels and all that. It looks pretty good. Yeah. Pretty good. Uh, yeah, it's pretty. Well. I wonder if Christopher Lee will pop up in a you know. <laughs> as a young cameo uh, that'd be that'd be for the nerds the British nerds in the audience uh, so like I said it's Easter everyone repent of your sins and make sure you talk to a priest about all have you, when was the last thing you had confession Steve you want to do confession right now I'm I can, not Catholic I, I can absolve you <laughs> that doesn't matter <laughs> I'll absolve you. I'm a notary public until I can absolve you until 2012 I can get married I can notarize documents and I can absolve, absolve you of your, your sins, sins. Yeah. so uh <laughs> Go ahead, Steve. You can let us know. Oh God! No one's listening. Look, I'll even I'll, I'll mute my mic. So. <laughs> All right, go ahead, Steve. All right, I God, what? No a, one's listening. I, you know what? Not I usually you. I usually ignore my sins so that I don't know what they are. Oh, oh, that's Chris, no ignorance doesn't. Uh, that's what I'm saying. <laughs> yeah, I was trying to protect Steve. <laughs> it's not the way that works. <laughs> it's audio, man. You don't know nothing about audio. I'm the engineer. 
the uh, you can't you, you got to concentrate on your sins or be forgiven of them. You know what? Just wait on your deathbed. Ask for the last rites. We'll be good to go. There Drew, you go, Drew. What your turn? Uh, I'll go ahead and put so you can do it anonymously. Go ahead and confess your sins. I mean, where do you want me to begin? Do you want me to start with today? I mean, just this morning, I've done awful things. So, I mean, from there, I mean, the last time I gave confession, I was probably like 12? So, I mean, I got 24 years of confession. There's a lot going on there. All right, well, then you, at least... Then at least ten hell mares for you. You should be good. Yeah. <laughs> right. It's a lot off. Of I always wondered you said that what specifically, was... but that's why we don't have the time. I always yeah. wondered what was a lot of hail marys. Oh, ten is not a lot. Ten, ten, ten is not a lot. Ten is not a lot. Hail Mary, full of grace. The Lord is with thee. Blessed art thou. Blessed art thou amongst women. Women. Blessed is the blessed fruit, is of, the thy fruit Jesus. of thy womb. Jesus. Holy Mary, Mother Holy of God. Holy Mary, Mother of God. <laughs> Pray for us sinners. Pray for us sinners. Now, now at the hour of death. Yeah. See, I know my Catholics. Okay, so that was, and that's all you have to do is recite that, and that's yeah. a hail mary. Ten, ten, ten and, times, and that's a hail mary. Or hail mary. you throw a football as far as you can. <laughs> yep. I would, do, when I, when I, was I kid, would do that. When I was a kid, I would have done that ten times, yeah. but now on the tenth one, man, my shoulder, the rotator cuff, shot. I, hey, I tear, but it's still as far as you can. So I mean, if it's two feet, <laughs> no, 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 you gotta. It's for the Lord. <laughs> gotta go all out. He doesn't want no twenty yard duds. <laughs> <laughs> this thing's got to go at least a good 60 yards. I don't think I could throw 60 yards in my first attempt. Oh, then it's a hell Mary full of <laughs> That's how it works, man. That's how it's done. Um, so everyone at home, you know, go ahead and now, well, we'll be quiet for a second. I'll, we'll put on the voice disguiser. So that's why people didn't know that was Drew. Drew's anonymous. Uh, and you can confess you, your sins now. But you now. just told everybody. Yeah. Yeah. It's, fine. it's fine. And then you can confess your sins now. So everyone, all right, here we go. Confess your sins. Yeah. Uh, I'll, I'll play some confessing sins music. Oh, I confess, I confess those my sins. sins. Yes, that's right. I confess those sins, baby. <laughs> confess them all night long. Yeah. <clears throat> yeah. All right, now, ten Hail Marys. You're all good to go. Okay, all right. All right, guys. Let's talk We've about all this. been forgiven by the no, Notary Republic. By the Notary Republic. Notary Republic of Florida. I mean, that only works for people listening in Florida. If you're not listening in Florida, I'm sorry. It doesn't work. Yeah. Sorry, Ron. <laughs> <laughs> sorry, buddy. You're going to have to get with an L.A. notary. <laughs> <laughs> or a California notary, I guess. It's not by city. It's by state. I don't know. California is crazy. Who knows how they do it there? <laughs> Who knows? Maybe maybe, you, maybe you already are a California notary, Chris. I don't even know it. Yeah. Maybe they have, uh, recognize a Florida notary. Perhaps. Ron, yeah. look it up. Look at the statutes. L.A. politics is so crazy. I listen to a L.A. podcast specifically because I'm like, these guys are nuts over there with the way with their runoff votes and a uh, thousand city. It's crazy, man. It is. It's good stuff. Um, okay. Movies. Florida Film Festival 2019. Mm-hmm. Let me tell you about a couple of things I saw there. And then Drew and I talk about the movie that we saw together. All of them Florida Film Festival related. First, I went to, uh, you know, I never do this. My 10th year going, I almost mm. never do this. I went to one of the animated uh, programs, the mm. animated shorts. And actually, let me, can I remember? That's fine. Uh, I'll see what, if I can remember. There was like 12 or 13 short films ranging between one and like five or six minutes long of all different styles from different countries all over the world, right? Obviously, that's the international part. Mm-hmm. And they gave you this like huge score sheet. You have to score all of them between one and five to see, you know, for, for audience ballots and stuff like that. Only one of them I gave a five out of five. Mm. And I don't know how people. I looked online. It's not online for people to watch. It's still pretty new. I want people to see this thing. It's weird, man. <laughs> it's called Cater- Caterpillar Plasty. Okay. And it's uh from Sweden. 
mm-hmm. and it's about five minutes, and it's uh all there's no uh speaking. Oh yeah, there's no it's all it's miming and music, mm-hmm. right? But it's someone with like a crazy puffed up, obviously like a doctor face, like very grotesque animation, crazy uh, 3D sort of uh, digital animation. And it's someone going to like a crazy center. Everything's all white and there's like lines of people and they're getting their faces cut and it's wild. And it's going into some sort of crazy uh, uh, like futuristic uh, uh, angioplasty type place, you know, uh, plastic surgery type place. Mm -hmm. I don't want to say what happens at the end. It is called Caterpillar Plasty for a reason. The title pays off. I really do want people to try to find this thing somehow. It, It was really, really good. And you don't know where it is. For people to see? Yeah. At this point, not you can see there's plenty of like uh, five second and ten second clips, yeah, and uh, teasers and stuff like that online. But I don't think it's available. Caterpillar plastic teaser number one. There we go. Number two. Yeah, I think it's pretty new. I think it's still because as I'm watching the the shorts, they'll have uh, you know the copyright tags on them. A decent yeah. amount of them were from 2017. This is from 2018. This is from 2018. All right, there you go. I think only a couple of them even said 2019. A lot of them were from. Uh, already a couple years old and then even those I would expect to be able to find them online and some of them were good some of them were fine some of them a handful of them were like oh this is even at five minutes long I was like please end <laughs> please end and get me to the next one that's the good thing about these shorts programs if it's bad you're just like okay at least we'll get to something there was only one that started with me being like oh god I want this to end mm-hmm. and then it won me over yeah, and it was and it was this weird. They're all weird. It was this allegory about a, a lady dealing with um, anorexia and mm-hmm. trouble eating and stuff like that. But it was all like this hand drawn two D thing, and she was in a box. And it's all about this egg, and her titties were weird. And then it went in, <laughs> they went inside her, and then her stomach was full of swinging titties, and, <laughs> and they're shooting juice. It was strange, man. It got weird. It started so slow. <laughs> I was like, oh, God. And then by the end, I was like, what the fuck? <laughs> that was crazy. That it was went, crazy. went okay. from boring to swinging internal titties. It, it, yes. <laughs> In like a matter of a minute. <laughs> 60 seconds, it, tur- it, it turned a corner, and I went from like. It never came back. I was like, please finish. You'd be like, what the fuck is going on? Uh, but for the most part, it was good. There, yeah, there was a couple that were like, eh. I don't know about these. Then there are some that are like really good, but but that caterpillar plasty was like this is fucking wild and weird, and uh, it's got this like pulsing uh, electronic music and weird images, and I was I was really into it. Huh. It was pretty cool. I like it. All right, so I saw this movie called Little Woods. Okay. Actual movie. Okay. Almost uh, over an hour and a half, and uh, two reasons why I was interested in it. It's a drama. It's a sort of a crime drama type thing. Mm-hmm. It takes place in like uh, North Dakota, Montana, what, that one of those desolate, horrible parts of the country. And uh, it's Tessa Thompson. Okay. All right. She's like I don't know, early twenties. Uh, her parents are dead. Mom's dead. Dad's dead. She's and they're adopted parents anyway. So that's why she's like the lone brown girl in this very white community. And her uh, sister, played by some white girl, I forgot who it was. Uh, yeah, I forgot her name. She has a kid. Another one on the way. She's living in a trailer. Uh, Tessa Thompson is living in her mom's house. That house is about to be uh, uh, foreclosed. foreclosed and sold. She is finishing out her probation. Her probation officer, played by Lance Reddick, nice. which is very cool. Yeah. And uh, she's like just about to finish her her probation for. Um, bringing medication back from Canada illegally. Okay. Uh, so she's like trying to keep it clean, keep it together, make all that money. And then she has, there's outside forces being like, yo, can you help me get the, 
get them pills. You got to help help us out. A lot of workers were like, can you help us out get pills? And then uh, people were like, hey, we have like people that need crossing over the border and pill runs. And like, you can make a lot of money if you get back in that life. And she's like, I ain't trying to get back in that life. I'm trying, but then her house is about to go up, and then her sister has got this baby. And then the sister's going through this whole thing where it's like, I want to get an abortion, but then there's abortion clinics like hundreds of miles away because yeah. we live in one of these shitty parts of the country. Mm-hmm. Uh, so a good part of the movie is about that, about like reproductive rights and women's access to health care. And she's like this woman who can't afford $8,000 for a child is now being forced to have this child mm-hmm. or uh, with the dirtbag dad who's like, He's nowhere. He's not reliable. He's gone. But then he can't, he's not responsible for anything. He's allowed to run away. She's stuck with this thing. And uh, so she's like, well, now I need, what's the name of that guy who does the bag alley shit? You know, it's fucked up. It's really fucked up. Welcome to the world we live in. So then it becomes like, well, then do I take her to Canada? Is this like, again, do I get into the illegal shit to help my family? I have eight days left on my probation. Uh, it's a really good moral dilemma like, type of thriller, you know? Wouldn't you imagine, though, and I don't know, I've never been on probation, but, like, if you're on your last eight days of probation, that you would be checked on a bit? Oh, yeah. <laughs> I oh, mean, no, yeah. You know what I mean? Like, do you have time to... Uh, I mean, maybe. you do. I don't, want to, those, I don't want to get into... I mean, I think I gave away enough details for this movie that's going to roll out limited release very soon. Yeah. Um... Yeah, that, that happens. The, yeah. The, the probation officer becomes an issue. Yeah. 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 Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, yeah, all those things. It's a it's a smartly written movie because those things get taken into account. And then it's things we don't really think about the uh, the medicine trade, black market trade that's between, that, at the Canadian border and how that's done and the copying of uh, cards, uh, the Canadian health cards and stuff like that. Ron DeSantis is trying to get that fixed right now, Chris. Oh, he's trying to stop the Canadian, uh, Florida-Canadian border? No, what he's trying to do... <laughs> That's what he's, I was thinking. Well, no, he's he's trying to get cheaper Canadian drugs for Floridians, in which case it would have to be go through the federal, so he's trying to change the federal law so we can get it in Florida, which would help the entire country. So we can help get some uh, cheaper Canadian drugs? Yep. Oh, okay. Yeah. DeSantis, I saw DeSantis, he really, he, he legit fooled some people. Yeah, he did. By, uh, it was great. He's like, yeah, I'm Trump's boy. And then he's like, actually, I'm a little more centrist than uh, <laughs> he, he totally than, is. <laughs> than some of your righties wanted me to be. But then he also does have some issues. Some of his judge appointees have been iffy. Oh, yeah. Well, he's still a Republican. He still he has is. some things. But, he, he's but not, I'm, I'm really surprised he's, he's at some not, of the shit he's doing. He's not a Rick Scott nightmare. We had That's what I totally thought he was. Yeah, I thought, yeah. He, I thought it was going to be another Rick Scott nightmare. And so far, he, hasn't, not... he hasn't been that. And he even has the face of a dodo. I know, it's like, weird. All right, DeSantis. <laughs> you can keep up. We'll give you another few years. See you get your referendum. Uh, meanwhile, Gillen did, did get, end up getting censored after the election for uh, for ethics violations. Yep. So, yeah, we would have had a governor under ethics violations at a time. That would have been, been fun. That would have been a bummer. Anyway. Um, so Little Woods is good. And Nia DaCosta is the writer-director. It's her first time, her first movie, I should say, feature-length film. Tessa Thompson produced it. It's her first movie as a producer. She's mm. getting into the producing game now because oh, she's smart. Money. Money. She's smart. And control. Yeah. She wants that. Because um, also, she's done enough big, big budget sandbox movies now to realize, so how little control do I have when I do these things? She also let slip in her interview recently, Drew. Uh, Thor 4? Mm-hmm. 4 Thor? 4? Four. <laughs> uh, with a Taika Waititi on the table. 
possible. He may come back for another Thor movie. Oh please, yeah. So we'll see what's oh, next. Oh please, yeah. That'd be I a, thought it was just gonna be a one, a one and done, a, a one and done masterpiece. Yeah. Just here we go. Nope. It all worked out. Congratulations, goodbye. Phase four could possibly include another venture into the Thorverse with Taika Waititi. Which would be awesome. you ever seen, mm. Have you seen a Thor Ragnarok? Yeah, that's, it's that's so fun. fun. Oh, it was really fun. It's a fun. That's the thing. It's a fun it's movie. So fun. Yeah, it's fun. Dude, it was enjoyable. When when Mark Ruffalo is like all sitting there and he's like, "I got this," and yeah. he jumps off and just smacks, <laughs> smacks into the bridge, <laughs> into the bridge, and nothing happens. Yeah. I laughed so hard. Dude, that was very funny. He even had a little bounce too. Oh my goodness! That was, oh, that was good great. Stuff. It was good great. stuff. Uh, so Tessa Thompson's really good in this Nia DaCosta it's her first movie uh, Jordan Peele I, maybe based on seeing this hired her to do Candyman nice. so, so she's writing and directing Candyman so, I think you said on, Katie Man okay that's... Katie Man is the Candyman spinoff where they're gender flipping and <laughs> yeah. it's about the lady slave that got eaten by the bees and uh, <laughs> and uh, now has a hook hand and, mm-hmm. oh, and you go to the mirror <laughs> say five times five times something like that that's too many it's too many, right? <laughs> Short it. The magic times. number is three. Come on. The magic number is three. That's bloody married him. Yeah, yeah, but I mean, like, everything's but three. It should be three. So yeah, five. Yeah. Why are we sitting around for five, four? Uh, all right. And the other movie we saw, the Florida Film Festival 2019. It was a very good fest. Those are, these are all the movies I saw. I wanted to see more yesterday, but my recording schedule ended up overlapping with one movie. And then in the evening, when I wanted to go see, I was interested in this Tunisian horror film called mm-hmm. Dakra that looked interesting. Uh, but then, like after I ate some food, I felt my ugh, all of a sudden I felt <laughs> sick, and mm. uh, I was like broken to sweats. It's like, oh no, this is bad. I gotta lay down. It sucked. Yeah. It was a bad evening. Shitty. Yeah, and then uh, yeah, almost literally. Yeah. And then uh, and then today it's Easter, and then we're recording. I got Game of Thrones later, so I don't think I'm gonna make it back over to. Mm-hmm. So be it. So I think this is gonna be it. So we're wrapping up our coverage. Shout out to Florida Film Festival. They do great every year. I'm so glad I was able to go. Drew and I went and saw Shadow. Yes. Oh, this movie is a. Zang your mouth. Mm-hmm. Or if you do it the other way, I had a guy said Mao he's like Mao Zang. Yeah. Zang. I was like, wait a minute. I was like, who? Come <laughs> on, man, we're in America. Say it yeah. the way us Americans say it. With a flip the name yeah. is right in the right way. Uh <laughs> Zang Yamao. Did you ever see Hero with Jet Li? Uh no. Uh well, like, wait, you know what? I think It's very pretty. Lots of calligraphy and like dancing style fighting and it's a Rashomon type thing where it's like the same story told several times. I was thinking of the one, so no. Okay. Yeah, no. No, not the one. No, no, no. no. Uh, that's the one where Jet Li keeps killing himself. Yeah, yeah. That's, so, much, so, that's much more so modern. He, so it's Jet Li as the Highlander against yes. other Jet Li. Against all, all the other Jet Li. Yeah. That's much it's more really modern. Good. I liked it. It's a fun movie. The, uh, the Jetlander. But, but no, Zeng Yamal, his movies are much more... Uh, Beautiful. They're in, they're in the, wu, <laughs> the Wushu style, which is W-U-X-I-A, which is just uh, uh, epic martial art films. Like martial arts films, I, I, what were the time for me? 1500s maybe? Yeah. Something like that, 14, 15, 1600s? Dur- during the uh, time in Japanese where like everything, where there were clashing clans. China. China. Cl- lots of clashing clans. Yes, lots of clans. China was all, no, not one country. It was all split up. A lot of different regions, yeah. right? The, the clans, different rulers. Uh, Warlords. Period, Warlords. So this movie specifically is about this one city, Jing City, where the, the like five thousand paragraphs of text is being. I was at one point I was going to lean over Drew and be like, "Wouldn't it be funny? This entire movie was just like music going, whoa, text, white text, 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 text." text, text. And then two two hours later, it's like, "Man, that was a lot of reading. I'm exhausted reading all that shit." 
uh, a lot of text explaining like there were three families and uh, two of them banded together against one and, and knocked them out and then one took control and then the other one doesn't have control but they have a piece so there's that like be cool bro so like <laughs> so it's like look you guys don't come and take our main city that we all fought for and, and we'll let you guys be cool bro and then we got the uh, the other people are gone right yeah that's a setup right basically basically and then and then the first like 20 minutes is then it Introducing characters, it's a very labored yeah. setup, and and then a- very labored. It's like, then oh after, my god! And then after the slow. first twenty minutes, it's the first plot twist. Yeah, then there's plot twists in the action, and that starts starts kicking in. And then the story kicks yeah. in. It takes a while for them to like. It's almost like it's the first eight episodes of Game of Thrones, <laughs> where it's like, all right, now we got to share all these people. These are all these customs and all these promises. We got to push this that. boy out of the window. Exactly, push this boy <laughs> out the window. This lady made this weird promise to this dead person. No, this this person's actually alive. I'm like, oh, come on, uh. show me some fighting. And then like twenty minutes in, there's a twist, and then there's the action scene happens, and then it's like, okay, here we go, and then. Yeah. It's crazy, and then the, and then when the plot kicks off, then it's really good. It's yeah. like very twisty, turny, very stabby. Whoa. Yes, oh, so so stabby. I very I, stabby, very slashy. Everything is gray <laughs> and rainy, gray but, and but rainy. like the most beautiful gray I think I've ever seen. Uh, yes, it's always raining. How do they do that? It's a How gorgeous. Does he do it? It's a gorgeous like uh, his Zengi Mao mountain gray. Zengi Mao's production design is always fucking top notch. It really is. It's gorgeous. Uh, fight scenes where characters fight over giant yin yangs. Yeah. Uh, and then they're dressed either white or black or a mix of the two making these weird yeah. grays, right? And then it's raining, raining the entire time. The so time. there's so much water. The ground's like an inch of water. And then it gets into slow motion and they're wearing very fabricy clothes. So as they're like moving in slow motion, their clothes like... <laughs> <laughs> you know? And uh, and then they have these weird umbrella weapons. Yeah, that are, so that's they really spin, weird. there's water everywhere and it's all very beautiful but deadly. They're, one those, yeah. are they wearing those dresses that are like as thick as like really thick uh, like comforter sheets. No, every, well, at every, some point when they're when they're hold up their arms, thin and, it's all silk. No, it seems like it is silk robe, but they're, but they're like big though. Like yeah. at one point they hold their arms, oh, it's huge. like they have the yeah. curtains on their yeah. arms. Yeah, yeah, a lot of fabric in this movie. Uh, a lot of fabric, a lot of fighting, a lot of blood. It gets very man, oh, very slashy. A little bit of calligraphy. A little bit of calligraphy. Because he loves calligraphy. A little bit of cool calligraphy. He's like all drunk. Uh, it's a fun movie. It gets fun. It starts slow, but it gets fun, and uh, it's good. Yeah, it's very good. much so. It's good. I enjoyed it. It's weird. As I'd have to read a Wikipedia thing to be like, oh, that's what happened. You know? I mean, it, <laughs> for, I, I get it for the most part. But I was like, oh, who's that guy? I don't when, understand. When the guy came out and said, you know, because Zengi Mao's last movie was The Wall with Matt Damon, The Great Wall. Yeah, yeah, yeah The yeah. Great Wall. Yeah, he and he said this is more of a return to form. And after watching it, I understand what he for meant sure. By yeah, that. it's much more like a curse. It's very of much Zengi, it's, it's very much more Zengi Mao. Yeah, or uh, <laughs> one that I've been wanting to rewatch is that. Uh, Oh, Curse of Golden Flowers is the one I want to rewatch. House of yeah. Flying Daggers. House of Flying Daggers, yeah. It's the Zang- Zangy one uh, where there's like all the po- the bamboo trees on and yep. stuff. The people that live in the bamboo trees. Yes. Curse of Golden Flowers, Chow Young Fat, and it's like a family opera and it's a very ornate palace that they live in. And then there's this crazy action scene in a courtyard where like the walls come in as people are trying to fight. They get crowded into a courtyard. Yeah. Then the walls come in and there's like fucking archers, snipers on the top. And and they're like, no, it's wild. It's fucking wild. <laughs> That's so, awesome. Yeah, it's really, really good. He it's makes cool. wild movies, man. Dude's, yeah. He's like their Spielberg. Like he's their dude. Yeah. He's China's dude. He's yeah. the one that everyone knows. No. I saw another short film uh, at the film fest called Bob. Ba- ba- Baba's next chapter, 
by something like that. It's about this Chinese girl who moved to America. She's an American student now in her 20s. But her dad grew up in communist China. He wanted to be like a filmmaker or whatever, and an artist, and he couldn't do that because it's just uh, mm-hmm. circumstances, et cetera, et cetera. And then when they're talking about movies, his example is that, yeah, you know, Zhang Yamal got to go and like make his movies, blah, blah, blah. You know, I could have done the same if I wanted to. So he is like their, he's like their Scorsese, yeah. their, their Kubrick, you know. Mm-hmm. He's their big shit on Turn Mountain. He also got in trouble within the last 10 years with the government for breaking their uh, one-child policy. Mm-hmm. Ah. So he had a whole bunch of kids. Of course he did. <laughs> he had a whole mess of kids. And it was like, this is bad, Zane. You can't be doing this. <laughs> He's like, fuck you. I can do what I want. Sing him out. So Shadow's really good. Uh, that comes out, limited release, like May. So New York, LA, Chicago listeners, you guys will be able to see that pretty soon. I don't know if I end up playing at the, like, the Winter Park Recall or anything yeah, like that. Yeah, I don't, I don't think so. Probably not. Probably not. But it was good, though. Yeah, it was. Yeah, so I've really enjoyed it. Just look for that. Look for that, people. Um, all right, so then my What You Want has just been uh, uh, Florida film stuff, Florida mm-hmm. film festival stuff. Also, I, I'm now a third of the way through this book, Brief History of Seven Killings, that I can... Now Now that I'm a third of the way through it, even though I haven't finished it, I can like highly recommend if people are looking for something interesting as fuck to read that's very different. And I, I, I'm saying different because none of our listeners live in Jamaica. Okay. <laughs> Jamaican, if we had Jamaican listeners, they'd be like, Pomba Cloth, I know exactly what you're talking about, man. I'm like, don't worry about it. It's cool. <laughs> you don't have to read this book. Everyone else <laughs> needs to read this book. It's so good. It's, it's historical. It's historical fiction, right? Uh-huh. So uh, I didn't even know about this. I'm like, how do I not know about this? How come our government, how come we don't get taught about this in schools that uh, this shit went down? Because we did bad shit, Chris. Because our bad shit was involved. The uh, There needs to be more historical fiction. I, I think so, too, because it helps bring these things to, like, uh, the forefront, you know? And then yeah. you can at least look into the realness of it. So Bob Marley, there was an assassination attempt on Bob Marley. You know about that, Steve? Yes. No. That uh, gunman drugged this fucked up gunman, uh, bust into his house one night. Uh, like, the guards left. All the guards orchestrated because all got paid off. All the guards left, left the front gate open. A bunch of gunmen went into the house, shot his uh, wife in the head, shot him, shot a bunch of his band members, shot his man. Everyone survived. No one died. This even, happened. Oh my god! Even though his wife getting shot in the head, lived. Everyone lived. The uh, this was two days before a peace concert, a free peace concert that uh, Bob Marley was going to do in, there in Jamaica, mm. and this was during the time in the seventies when there was crazy political unrest between the ruling political party because they were uh, the guy in power. He was being like, "Look, we need." Uh, universal health care we need uh, free education we need to provide all this stuff for everyone and people were freaking out like oh shit he's taking us down the road of Cuba communism lock this thing down Fidel Castro this is gonna be really bad yeah uh, so a labor party started up uh, against the ruling party right Bob Marley never took a side but people suspected he was trying to play both sides of the thing people suspected no he's for the political party in power, the PNP, he was for them. Mm-hmm. Uh, so the the gunmen that came in, they were working for the the Labor Party, the anti communist party. So mm-hmm. they were anti communists that were sent in. Not not those shooters. The gunmen themselves were a bunch of fucking junky nobodies that they pulled out of the, the ghettos. Mm-hmm. But uh, the people behind them were uh, a combination of like CIA and Labor Party and shit like that. And um, well, they did a piss poor job. They did do a piss I mean, poor job. I mean, honestly, like everybody's gone because you paid them off. Off. There's, you're not gonna get caught. Mm-hmm. Check a pulse. They were you dick. They, they were junk. They were all yacked up. They were, yeah. they were so so high. That's the only way they could get them to do it. To get people to go kill the singer. Throughout the book, he's referred to as the singer. But I mean, like Bob Marley. The words Bob and Marley do not appear anywhere in the 700 page mm-hmm. book. But I mean, pump 
20 bullets into a single watermelon and you'll see how to do it. Right. No. There's no way no anybody's going to live through that. They can live they, with they, one they, bullet. They, they shot these people multiple times. None of them died. Yeah. Uh, except for the wife. They shot her once in the head. Saw the blood on the floor. I was like, all right, that's that. And yeah. didn't bother finishing Now, I off. would assume she was dead, but I would also check. Or, uh, it also means that they're not professional killers. They were not professional yeah. killers. So here's the cool thing about the book, right? I don't know if this is true or not, but the way they present it, each chapter is a different person, including one person who's dead. I don't know if his relevance to everyone. He's <laughs> observing everything as a dead person. It's crazy. Um, uh, but there are at least two characters that they bounce back and forth. The night of the ambush, mm-hmm. they bounce back and forth between two characters who are these two guys, they're ghetto dudes, uh, poor as fuck, that they're trapped in a shack. They were, they were hired by these guys, uh, and put into a shack with like 10 other people, and they're given all this cocaine. It's like their first time too, they're, they're just fed cocaine, they show them how to cook it. Uh, and smoke it that way, how to freebase it, and they do everything to get them high as fuck, high as fuck, high as fuck, and then they uh, lock them in the shack, like overnight, and then they come back the next day, and they're itching for more drugs, and they give them more drugs, and they do that for like a week, mm-hmm. and then finally they have them in the shack locked up for like two days with no drugs. At one point, one guy, uh, he's going around the little shack, and he finds some white powder, he's like, oh, thank God, I found some, and he cooks it up, and he's like, how come it's not cooking like it's supposed to? And then he and then he uh, he uh, snorts it or smokes it or whatever, and then he falls over and dies because it's fucking rat poison, because <laughs> he's a junkie idiot. Mm-hmm. Uh, like, at least two people died in that shack, the way this book is written. But then these two guys, it's talking about them how they're like high out of their mind and they, they had fed way more drugs like on the, on the last days like here's a shit ton of drugs right now here's your guns now let's go to this house and let's fucking shoot this place up and they shoot the house up like crazy but they're out of their minds man they don't know and then one of them uh, ends up like at the concert two days later like Bob <laughs> is on stage singing and he's all out of his mind like <laughs> on the run cause the people are trying to kill them for like they're just trying to clean up the mess right they, they're, yeah. they're tools they're one and done tools and he's like covered in shit and uh, he's like at the concert he's like I can't believe this man it's a fucking crazy crazy book and those are only like that's just a few chapters that's like the most recent shit that I read yeah uh, and then that ambush all that stuff that happens like a third of the way into the book and it keeps going the, the book goes into the 90s uh, so I'm very interested in it. And the way it bounced back between characters who are like from Rolling Stone magazine or political people or uh, like random citizens or, or just tied into the story in some loose way or whatever. It's really, really well written. Huh. A brief history of seven killings. And I, when I got the book, I was like, a brief history. It's probably a short book. 700 page book. <laughs> Not so brief. Not so brief. But it's good. It's a very, very good book. I'm really, really, really into it. I highly recommend it. Uh... And then I also got another book I'm looking forward to reading after that called The Institutionist. I'll talk about that when I get to it. Uh, no, The Intuitionist. That's what it's called. The Intuitionist. Not The Institutionist. No, The Intuitionist. Two completely different things. Intuitionist. <laughs> well, no, that's the thing. The, the Institutionists are the people who are going against the Intuitionists. They're, they're rival elevator uh, repair people, and they have different philosophies for elevator repair. The Institutionists, they're all about using... This is for real. They're all about using the blueprints... And the science of elevator repair and ba- building maintenance. And the intuitionists, they feel how it's, uh, it's supposed to be fixed. <laughs> I swear to God. That's how I described in the back of the book. That's awesome. Yes, the intuitionists. I'm looking forward to reading that one very soon. I just got that in the mail. 
Uh, I can just see you next to a broken elevator, like, everybody stand uh, back. I've read the intuitionist. <laughs> I've got this. <laughs> I can feel this one out, guys. <laughs> this one this, this is a sad elevator shaft. True. <laughs> uh, besides her shadow, you reading and watch anything? Uh, besides from, like, having to uh, clean an entire home and stuff? I, so? I, I watched some stuff on the HBO, because I got the HBO for the Game of Thrones, so I, I got to watch some movies. I watched... Uh, there you go. Uh, I, I tried watching Game Night. Oh, really? You tried watching Game Night? After about 20 minutes, I turned it off. Boring, not funny? Yeah, uh, all of those things. Yeah. yeah. Really? Mm-hmm. Some people liked it. Nah, no, I did not. Okay. You know that one, Steve? Game Night? No. That's the one? How do you... It's the... Uh... Bateman Adams. Bateman and Adams. Uh, someone gets kidnapped, yeah. and they're like, we're having a game night, and it's uh, they think it's part of the game. Yeah. Is it, was it all part of the game? Oh, you stop watching every mm-hmm. time. Sure okay, I, like I like the game. <laughs> I would just rather watch the game. Yeah, yeah. the game's a great. Movie. Yeah, so I'd rather watch the game. I, I think it's available movie. on Netflix right now. Mm-hmm. Yeah, anything else on HBO? Uh, I watched Tag. Same movie. Okay, and how'd you like that one? Oddly enough, funny. People like that one too. It was. It was funnier than I thought it was because I had pretty low expectations going sure, in. Sure, that helps. But it actually it turned out to be pretty funny. There yeah. was a lot, the action scenes. It seemed like. It was a little. It was way, like they went like straight up action movie on some of these scenes, and it it, it almost doesn't fit the movie. It's weird, almost too much. Yeah, but 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 I think that's what kind of made it. But it was almost like lampooning itself. Yeah. So it was it was meant for jokes, not for action. And then how about the whole cancer subplot thing? Was that all? That like, was weird, and at, and at the end, it made it. It, it was a big downer at the end. Yeah, it made it very mauling yeah. at the end, right? That's yeah. why I heard about it. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Other than that, though, it was, it was funny. worth worth checking out. Yeah. All right. Not that you have HBO, you can watch the Meg. Uh-huh. You can see that. Have you Didn't, seen that yet? No. No. I did watch though. Uh, you can watch Skyscraper. I, you can watch that and Rampage. You can have a Dwayne Johnson. Saw Hunter. Rampage uh, at home. Saw Skyscraper with you in theaters. You were there for that? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> I did get to watch Teen Titans go to the movies, though. Is that on HBO? Yeah. It's surpri- it it's surprisingly funny, Chris. It's it's just like... And once again, all my favorite parts were the other thing, like the other DC characters that just happened to be in the movie. So it was it was good. It was funny. It made me actually chuckle out loud a couple times. No shit. No. All surprisingly right. enough. On HBO. Yeah. No. Teen Titans go to the movies. Mm-hmm. All right. So you went, you went comedy then this week. Yes. I noticed. Game Night Tag, yes. Teen Titans Go to the Movies. Well, those were the only movies that even, even like, piqued my interest no. that, I, I, that I hadn't seen. Fair. So. Fair. Have you seen Suspiria yet? I don't, is it on uh, HBO? Yeah, I don't think so. Oh, yeah. Not okay. HBO, yeah. no. Amazon Prime is still waiting for it. Okay. No. So waiting, man. Well, gotta wait then. Come yeah. on, Suspiria. Yeah, you're, you're bumming me out. I got, I'm, I'm telling people to watch it. Dario Agento just came out a week ago. He was like, yeah, I didn't like it. I was like, fuck you, Dario. <laughs> what do you know about Suspiria? Nothing. <laughs> you don't know nothing about nothing, Chris. <laughs> I definitely don't know nothing. Oh, I'm wrong for sure. I'm always wrong. Steve. Uh, I've been watching. You've been the, watching Friends, I know, right? Yes, you've been watching Friends. Still, uh, still stuck on that. You're, and, st- you're still at Central Perk. Yes, I am with Gunther. Uh, <laughs> Is that the monkey? Uh, no, no, that's the, that's the blonde guy that like behind the counter at Central Perk that's obsessed with Rachel. Okay. Don't no no mm-hmm. okay okay. I believe you though. I, I believe that's the character. <laughs> Sure, why not? I'm not, da- I'm not doubting like you at all. Yeah, yeah right. uh, Last time when I said I was reading, uh, you know, Serve the Servants, the Kurt yes, Cobain. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, uh, as soon as I got home, I started reading again, and I finished it, the, like, within an hour. So, wow. Yeah. Crushed it. Yeah. Did you learn anything you didn't know before? Oh, yeah, a lot. Yeah? A lot. Definitely worth reading? Yeah, definitely. It was so good. Yeah. Um, And uh, some of the uh, NBA playoffs. Did I already say that? No. Okay. You're watching the magic specifically or just playoffs in general? Playoffs in general. Mm-hmm. And I obviously, I, you know, that means I saw a good bit of the magic. And yeah. holy crap. 
Well, I haven't watched any of the Magic at all. They got swept. Yeah. It's over. Well, they didn't get swept. They won the first game. Last time I looked, it was one. It was two one. Yeah, they 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 were down at least two to one. Mm-hmm. I thought I thought I thought I thought they were done. I don't I don't know if they're done yet. I keep catching like other games. They like, have they have lost at least two, maybe three. Any time I go to watch the playoffs on TV, like the Magic aren't on yet, or they already you know <laughs> or you played that day. Yeah. So I actually have watched more non Magic players. Oh, really? For the playoffs, yeah. and just by pure accident. Uh, playoff basketball is always pretty good. I mean, it's it's the best teams of the year. That's a funny thing though with the. I looked at the conference standings when the Magic got into the playoffs. Yeah. Like, this is weird. We have the Magic in the playoffs here. Uh, <laughs> in the Southeast Division, apparently, the Magic ended the season with a record of 42-40. and 40, Yeah. Two games over 500. In their division, they were the only team to finish above 500. Ooh. That is a garbage division of basketball. <laughs> so they barely, all they had to do was like scratch their ass and they, and they won that. So we're the best of the worst. And even then, Drew, they still came in as the seventh seed. They're yeah. not. They're not the eighth seed because if they're eighth seed, they would have been going against the Bucks, and they would have been fucked against the Bucks. Yeah, apparently is what I'm reading. They'd have been butt fucked. Yeah, they would have been butt fucked. <laughs> butt fucked. Uh, I meant but, to say buck. It didn't even go off. It's a, it worked. It's a worked fine. That's fine. Worked fine. <laughs> and uh, yeah, that's why they're garbage. If they were in the West, they wouldn't have been able to even sniff a playoff spot. Mm-mm, no way. No, yeah, it's very very funny how that works out. Yeah. Meanwhile, the Mets. Baseball, mm. their division, most competitive in baseball uh, predicted this year. Really? Yeah, it's going to be a pain in the ass. <laughs> Real pain. They're looking forward to a lot of losses. They got a good team, too, but yeah, it's going to be a pain in the ass. They've started strong, but it's still... They lost two against Atlanta. God, I don't want to lose against Atlanta. <laughs> Uh, they're in the same division. That's not good. Anyway, uh, this has been Sports Talk with Cinema Chris. What do you say? Um, yeah, I got to watch some of that basketball. Cinema also. Sports Edition. Cinema Sports. Sports of Chris Sports of Sports Edition. Sports Edition. Sports Edition. Sports 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 of Balls Edition. Yeah. Sports of Balls Edition. <laughs> watch anything else? Sticks and Balls. <laughs> nah, that's pretty much it. That's pretty much yeah. it. Sticks and Balls Edition. Face full of Sticks and Balls. Face full of Sticks and Balls. I'm waiting for the good place to come back. Sticks and Balls in the ears. Well, that's not until the fall, right? Nope. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yep, that's a while, buddy. I know. Yeah, now you're into doldrums if you're into sitcoms, right? Yeah. Nothing comes out there in the summer, right? Because they don't expect no. you'll be home watching. Stuff. Yeah, it's all reruns of Blackish right now. Yeah, uh, I don't watch anything on network TV. No, I, I usually don't. Like um, most of the stuff that network TV comes out is. Yeah, exactly, right? Except for, you know, um, Brooklyn Nine-Nine's now on NBC. Brooklyn Nine-Nine's also, that is a very funny show. I've seen this. I love that show. I think it's very funny. And It was Fox. What dipshits? I can't believe Fox let go of Brooklyn Nine-Nine. Fox is weird. But then they picked up uh, Last Man Standing, and that's been uh, a hit for them. They just renewed that one, the Tim Allen show. Yeah, but uh, it's awful. Yeah, he's actually watching it. I watched a couple episodes late at night. I've seen him. It's not good. It's okay. It's got. It's got. I'd rather a, watch Home Improvement. It's got an old uh, way of doing sitcoms. Yeah, like a Home Improvement style show. Right. Yeah. Which, like a '90s style show. Yeah. Like the jokes aren't bad, but it's the way that they're. It's again. It's, it's the, the way they're set up in Liberty. See him coming. Yeah. yeah. Same thing with uh, John Mulaney when uh, he came out with his show, which I believe was called Mulaney. Yeah. Why was it so bad? It, it was a uh, well. First of all, if you know his stand up, it was bad because he's. Just did all his stand up. That's true. I hate when that happens when a uh, comedian just worst. like finds a way to work all his like material jokes into a show. Yeah, oh. exactly. Oh, so if that. you're familiar with That's his jokes, worst. you're yeah. just watching that happen again. Yes. But the other thing is, it was like a single camera 
you know, old style sitcom. Yeah. You know what I mean? And it's like, dude, th- this is this is not the 80s it's not what or we 90s. Want. This is not what we want. We don't. There's a reason we don't make these anymore. We want something new. Yeah. Although then Roseanne got mega popular as a three camera sitcom. Networks then relaunched, re-greenlighted a whole bunch of uh, traditional three camera setup sitcoms. Yeah, but this was no, this is one camera. Like, like know, that's, yeah, it's a yeah, weird thing. Like Ray co- Romano, like uh, Everybody Loves Raymond, or like, uh, well, Kirby Enthusiasm was one camera. That's true, but I mean, that was very. It, they used it un, very unconventionally, and not in a studio. Right, it's still in a studio. The yeah, Mulaney was still very much like that. Loft was in a studio. Exactly. Man, he's so funny. That show sucks so much. Yeah. <laughs> It's crazy how that yeah. happens. Yeah, it's, and and again, everything that was happening, I'm like, oh, you're gonna go to the doctor now. He's like, I'm going to the doctor now. I'm yeah. like, boom, ah, like, get me out of here. His last, you see, what was it, the Kid Gorgeous? Yeah, it's funny. That was really good. That was good. I anything, anytime, any, anytime, anything by him comes out, I, I immediately consume it. This is great. Have you guys seen the uh, the little joke trailer that's out there for um, Fire in the Maternity Ward? No, that's yes. a, that's the new Anthony Jeselnik. Really, he's back. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> and ruthless as ever. A24 <laughs> produced it. Ooh, even better. Yeah, so he's super confident about yeah. this thing. Uh he is like uh he it's funny. He's also I listened to his podcast, uh the Just Nick and Rosenthal Vanity Project where it's ostensibly a sports podcast, mm-hmm. but uh they only spent half the show talking about sports very loosely. Yeah. Cuz it's his old friend from college, this guy who works with for ESPN. And they they did the show for ESPN. No, they did the show for the NFL Network. He works for NFL. They mm-hmm. Did the show for the NFL Network and after one season the NFL did not renew him because it's Anthony fucking Jesnick. He's a wildman. And then Comedy Central uh, is now footing the bill for the new version of the show. Anyway, he's talking about how the special is like him on God level. He's promoting his TV show. It's getting ready to come out. He's like, the TV show is great. It's going to be genius. It's not the special. The special is God mode. <laughs> but this is going to be still a great show. Nice. So he's doing an interview show on Comedy Central as well, which is going to be fucking great. Yeah. I'm a big fan. And that joke, you haven't heard the joke yet, Steve? What? I'm, all right, I'm going to find. I'm gonna, we're going to take a break. Uh-huh. Drew already heard he's going to smoke a cigarette. Mm-hmm. I'm going to find this Jeselnik joke for you to hear. It's only a minute long. It's, it's classic Jeselnik. It is. And then uh, and then we're going to be back with a second half where I have a listener-submitted game. Ooh. And then smoothie news. Totally worth it, Chris. Totally worth it. <laughs> it's totally worth it. All right, here we go.
Burn Notice, goddamn Burn Notice uh, characters one. Yes. USA Blue Character Skies, the Blue Skies Network, home of Mister Robots. Did you did you ever did you ever see um, that show? Burn Notice. Yeah, I've seen a couple episodes. Oh god, it's so good. It's alright. Oh, so good. It was a fine show. It's one of my favorite shows of all time. It was a fine show. <clears throat> did you watch it? Yeah, a little bit. Only for the Bruce Campbell. For the Bruce Campbell. That's right. Bruce Campbell wasn't. Yes, he was. I forgot about that. Yeah, and he had his own movie shoot off or shoot off. Side side. Yeah, yeah. I'm sure that was been awful. No, it was actually good. Which is why it's still going it's right now. No, it said it was a movie. It was a one-off. Yeah. Yeah, come on. Come on. Yeah. Come on. The story of Sam Axe. Hey, come on. <laughs> come on. Come on, Drew. Hey, yeah. What was, what was sad about it is that, like, they ended it perfectly on time. You know what I mean? Where it was like, we're, now's a good place to end. Oh, yeah. Sure. You know. Uh, and I still was like, I get it, and I want it to end here because you know, otherwise they'll just be going along mm -hmm. for the sake of going along. Mm -hmm. But I still was like, but I wish there was more. Uh, yeah, you know, it's like you want to keep it. Oh, that, that's you hear that? That noise means it's the end of the show. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, thank you for listening. We appreciate that? it. Was that? Was that? Uh, must be me. I, it was you, but I'm I'm pulling out mine because I want to make <laughs> well, sure no, now that make it's sure. no exactly. Yeah, uh, yeah. It was uh, mine was on. It, it was it wasn't me, but it could have been. But it could because no. it was on. Uh, people can follow Drew online, Antihero four one nine on Facebook and Instagram, and then there's Drew Sikagwin on Twitter. It's the unofficial official parody account correct yes Chris that is all true uh, you can google Steve Etchy yes <laughs> steve.etchy at gmail.com yes tidbits and offcuts and state of the beer union and what's the fuss you did a better job than I could hey <laughs> that would have taken why me like a full why do you think he's doing it right now that would have taken it. me like yeah. a full minute I'm just, trying, I'm just gonna get it done <laughs> it's like more than 10 <laughs> seconds per <laughs> I did get all your shows, right? I got all four of your shows. <laughs> yeah, you got them all. Um, we got a new show that's going to be announced this week on the PFT Media Network. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, very excited about that. We'll, we'll leave you wondering and guessing for a few days on what that's going to be. Um, then I'll be on Tom and Dan the following week, and I'll be able to announce it then again as well. Nice. It's going to be a lot of fun. Um, Kiss My Art, episode one. People will watch that. Yes. Right? We got to figure out what we're going to do with episode two. That's probably going to be the NOR episode, I'm thinking. I think so, yeah. I think so. Probably. So we're going to have to... Do you have that already, or do we have to get it? Um, uh, We have to get it. We have to get it? I'll, I'll get Boris to get it. Okay. Mm. Boris is going to be on uh, A Corporate Time. Really? Yeah. Oh, awesome. He's going to be on this week, tomorrow, Monday night. People listen to that. It's going to be him, Marlo E., and Harold Gard. Wow. All, all three of them are going to be there. All three Kiss My Art. To promote Kiss My Art episode one. Nice. Yeah, so they'll be uh, listening to corporate time with that. Uh, you know they're going to see this old man walking and be like, God damn it. <laughs> Chris, but, what have uh, you done? But, he, but Harold, Harold represents himself well. Yeah. yeah. Oh, Harold's awesome. Yeah, he's a good interview. Oh, I love Harold. So they'll have fun with him, I'm sure. Many um, other plugs. Patreon, you know, we need your monies. Please, God please, damn it. We're tired please. of asking. We're so please. tired of asking. Patreon.com slash Crespity. So, oh, uh, you got an iPhone, right? Uh, yes, I do. Can you look up Crespediso on Apple Podcast? Yeah. And look up the most recent review because we need more reviews. Like this? No, to bury this one. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> because this is prime now current prime example A of why podcast listeners are the worst. So you garbage podcast listeners need to prove your worth and fix this type of shit. So Steve, please, if you can, because I know you have an iPhone. Drew doesn't have one. No, not. 
uh, nor does this computer. I think even have do you even have Apple Podcasts, iTunes, whatever no. you call it on the laptop. I don't think it's so called Apple Podcasts. The no. iTunes Store. No, I don't. I mean any of that crap. I, I was gonna say there's I, there's I, there's I, podcasts. You know yeah. that, that just has the the purple just, just the, podcast the purple thing. podcast thing. Yeah, for iOS. But then if you go on like a Mac, yeah. It's um, it's all bundled into iTunes. Oh, I don't even know okay. how to do so it. So iTunes, yeah. Drew doesn't even care, man. He just he's like, man, I just uh, he's like, I still uh, masturbate furiously, manually. No, furiously. I was trying to remember the. the big Wait, you're trying to bury joke. one that uh, the you, most the most recent one. Most you, recent one's from December. Okay, because I was gonna say you have a 5.0 rating. No, I still have a 5.0 rating. Thank God, but this one star rating didn't knock that down. Oh, okay. I figured I figured he would go to four point nine or something. You would think so too, but yeah, didn't uh, work out that way. Here we go. Uh, so if you have a, if you're an Apple user, it'd be pretty cool if you could help us out with. Uh, okay, I see the the that one. Yeah, read it. Uh, do not care for the new format. One star. <laughs> one star. Don't care for the new format. Yeah, the new format, Drew. Of uh, let's talk about movies. Uh, who's the, who's the, who's the person? The user. Randy five one five zero. Randy, thanks, Randy. We appreciate. it. I guess Randy likes used like the old structure, Chris. like the old structure, all the old drops. That I was bored as fuck with. Um, he hates new structure of us. Uh, you know, talking about movies. So we can talk bad about him. He's not listening. I think so. At this point, is Randy listening? So this is what I talk about. When I say podcast <laughs> listeners are the worst, uh, this is what I'm talking about, right, Steve? Yeah. So this person is like he knows enough about the show to know about that. I dropped all that segments because I was so bored with all that shit. I was so bored with my own show. I dropped all that stuff. Yeah. Came up with an elaborate way to drop all of it. A huge episode 300. Yeah. Didn't hear a peep from no one about how great that was. I was like, that's a show. <laughs> Nobody cared. <laughs> no one cared. Uh, <laughs> this guy, this Randy guy, I don't know no one named Randy. Who the fuck is this person? <laughs> He's a guy named Randy He's who's been named... listening for apparently a little while. But has never reached out. Has nope. never said anything. Has no. never been supportive. Nope. And then when we do something he doesn't like, apparently... He just drops the bomb. He, he drops the bomb. He's like, fuck these guys. One star on Apple. I'm going to get my dis- my distaste and displeasure out there. No one says, I'm liking this stuff. No. Anyway, so that's why I say podcasts. This is the worst. Because we're just doing this stuff for fun. We're having a good time. And this is all for you and it's free. It's like, no, I'm going to go online and shit on this. <laughs> Thanks, Randy. Sorry. Go back to you. Listen to your other podcast. People just sit around getting drunk. And one by their, one, just bring them back. Talk about their weekends. Uh... <laughs> and how much they kicked ass at Fortnite? Yes, oh, I did so good at Fortnite this week. Uh, <laughs> like seriously though, podcasting sucks. It's a, it's a bunch of shit. It is. It's garbage. Uh, but it's fine. We're gonna use this to launch our new radio show. I'm getting us on the radio. Radio's the future. Terrestrial radio is where it's at. <laughs> I'm pretty sure I can read the tea leaves. Yeah, I think I I, I think that would be. I have my finger on the pulse. Promising success. I think Chris. I know. I think I know how we can succeed. Yeah. <laughs> Terrestrial radio. It for sure involves a radio. <laughs> <laughs> for sure. Um, anyway, we could use some Apple Podcasts reviews. Yeah. Because the last one sucks. <laughs> <laughs> and, and, and Thanks, Randy. Thanks, Randy. <laughs> and Apple reviews uh, seem to me over the years, like from what I've noticed, it seems like the Apple Podcasts hold the most weight. They do. Because there's more users. Yeah. Half the podcast audience are podcast uh, Apple users, yep. whether it be TVs, uh, pods, pads, Phones, etc., etc., watches, um, and their algorithms work in a certain way, and engagement in terms of downloads and reviews and stuff like that matter. And then you know when you get the when your only review in the last six months is a one star review. It's not really a good thing for the show, you know. It's not really a good thing for us. Like, yeah, we go. And then it pop. <laughs> <laughs> it just got tinier, 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 and then it pop like a little. <laughs> 
<laughs> got, like a tiny balloon. Um, anyway. So that sucks, but uh, I'm, now when I say podcast listeners are our worst, I'm not talking about you people specifically listening. You guys are great. You guys are awesome. Obviously, you guys are great. Our podcast <laughs> listeners are the best, et cetera, et cetera. All that nonsense, all the podcasters say all the time. It's a bunch of bullshit. Um, this week's Later Raptastic. Yes. People listen to that. She was like, fuck you, people. <laughs> our numbers are too low. Text someone right now to listen to our Tell show. Tell them to watch. Tell, Tell them, them to listen. listen. So, Tell yeah. them to watch, Chris. We'll see if that actually works. I, I bet you it doesn't work. Poorly interrupt tactics to find out the visible numbers of podcasting. Mm. I don't know if that's going to last much longer. We'll see. I'm trying. I'm trying. I'm bribing her with uh, flower baskets and England Nook and Metro cards. Uh, bus, bus, I was say bus, bus passes, bus passes yeah. toenail polish. Yeah, man. <laughs> that toenail polish budget, I hear, is getting out of control. It's expensive. Those nails are big. <laughs> Those nails are big. Um, okay, I, I got a game here. That's a new game drop. Ooh. That's terrible. <laughs> Let's not do that. Let me pick a better one. There we go. I oh. got a game, guys. Yeah. Uh, this game comes from Gabriel. Gabriel is uh, one of our listeners, also one of our patrons. He's one of the canonical five. What is the canonical five? Well, become a patron and find out. Hey. Uh, he did an Easter game because okay. it's our traditional Easter. He knows. Gabe knows. This is our annual Easter Sunday show. People clamor for our Easter Sunday show. They want our Christmas in July episode. Mm-hmm. They want our Halloween spooktacular. All these things we do every year. They want it. Here we go. Came up with a game. Called Jesus, mm. Rabbits, or Rising. Ooh. All right. In the spirit of Easter, and this is him writing, this game is called Jesus, Rabbits, or Rising. These movies have something to do with Jesus, or Rabbits, or something rising. <laughs> you will hear clues, and you have to buzzer in, buzz in with your name to guess the answer. Okay? So here we go, guys. Well, he gave us a shit ton. A lot. We'll go over maybe 12 in them or so, 10 or 12. So, say your name when you're ready to buzz in. When you think you know the name of this movie, that, again, has to do with either Jesus, has to do with the rabbits, or something rising. Okay. Okay. This movie is from 2018. Uh, it's an animated movie. It's from 2018. Uh, the voices were provided by Rose Byrne, Domino Gleason, and Sam Neill, Margot Robbie, James Corden. And here's the plot. Oh, uh, Edgy? Edgy. Uh, yeah, the rabbits. But I need the name of the movie. Oh, damn it. <laughs> okay, I don't know. You don't know. Wait, wait, wait. The story of uh, Pets 2? Secret Life of Pets? Secret Life of Pets? No. Okay. <laughs> the plot in England's Lake District, Flopsy, Mopsy, and Cottontail spend most of their days picking on Mr. McGregor and stealing uh, vegetables. Drew. Uh, Peter Rabbit. Peter Rabbit is. Yeah. I was like, Are you, when you said rabbit, I was like, you're right there, man. Peter <laughs> Rabbit. Peter Rabbit's correct, so Drew gets one. Oh, I'll, I should keep track of it somehow. <laughs> Um, this movie is from 2016, also animated. Okay. Voices provided by Jason Bateman, Jennifer Goodwin, Idris Elba, Tommy Chong, J.K. Simmons, Octavia Spencer, Shakira. Oh, God, I remember this. Judy Hopps fulfills her childhood dream of becoming a police officer. Oh, oh, Despite being God. the Academy valedictorian, Judy is delegated what? to parking duty by Chief Bogo, who doubts her potential name? because she is a rabbit <laughs> on her first day. She is hustled by a carn. Con artist Fox duo. Good old Chief Two for One. <laughs> Good old Chief Two for One. Anyone? Anyone want to guess the name of this movie? Uh, no. No. I don't 
<laughs> I know what movie it is. I saw it in theaters. But you want to guess the name of it? I can't remember the name of it. The name of this movie is Zootopia. Ah, uh, uh, yes. Zootopia. See, I didn't. I didn't see it. I just remember, even if you, it's funny, even if you don't see those animated movies, a lot of times you know who's in them because they make a big deal about that in the trailer. And in the marketing and stuff. I haven't seen yeah. Frozen, but I know, let it go, let it go. Yep. And do you want to build a snowman? And then it, it's Kristen. And it's Kristen Stewart, Stewart. and Josh Gad. And, yep. Not Kristen Stewart. Kristen Bell. Kristen Bell. Bell. 2013 movie. 2013 movie. Oh, okay. okay. Starring Brad Pitt, James Badgedale, Matthew Fox, former UN employee Jerry Lane. His wife, Karen, and their two daughters are in heavy Philadelphia traffic when the city is overrun by zombies that are attracted to Etchy. World War Z. World War Z, that's correct. Yeah. Zombies. Zombies. 2012, Christian Bale. Okay. Michael Kine. Gary Oldman. Drew. Drew. Dark Knight Rises. Dark Knight Rises. <laughs> the Dark Knight does rise. Yes. There we go. I was going to say Tom Hardy. Yes, Dark Knight Rises. I knew that one was going. You know, I. You know what really frustrates me? What's frustrating? By the way, um, <laughs> I thought I thought Tom Hardy did an amazing job in Venom. It was just such a shitty movie. Yes, I agree. I, I love the best him part in it. of it. He's by far the best. Part. Oh yeah, that second act where he's like trying to figure everything out and yeah. he's talking to the best part of the movie. Dude, he's great. Yeah, he's fantastic. They're doing a sequel. It's going to be a different director. Okay, it could be better. We'll see. Hopefully, it'll be better. No. Drew, <laughs> hopefully it will be. 2011, James Franco, Frida Pinto, John Lithgow, Andy Serkis. A scientist at the Drew, San Drew, Rise, rise, rise of the Planet of the, of the, the Apes. Apes. Correct. Yeah. Yes, ah, I didn't see that one either. Got to think of the rising, guys. Mm-hmm. Exactly. Yeah. 2009, Joseph Gordon-Levitt, Channing Tatum, Marlon Wayans. Oh, shit. Dennis Quaid. Weapons master James McCullen has created a nanotech-based weapon. Nanomites designed to devour Drew. G.I. Joe Rise of Cobra. That is correct. <laughs> I never would have gotten that because I, I you didn't see it. No. It's there. But I mean, was it's, it the exactly. second one? First That's one. The first one. But the, was there a second one? Yes. yes. Okay. G.I. Joe Retaliation. That's what you never Star want. That's what you never want to hear about your sequel. Did they make another one? <laughs> <laughs> is that the first one or second one? They run together. Doesn't make any sense. <sighs> 2009. Okay. Woody Harrelson. Jesse Eisenberg. Emma Stone. Oh, uh, Etchy. Etchy. Zombieland. That's correct. <laughs> <laughs> that might, that might That's be what my... sounds like when a zombie says it. Zombieland. <laughs> that might be my uh, favorite I, ro- I got it right moment. There you go. You nailed it. You really pulled that one out. 2007. Ian Grufford, Jessica Alba, Chris Evans, Michael Chiklis, as Reed Richards and Sue Storm prepare for their Drew. wedding. Drew. Fantastic Four. Rise. Silver Surfer. That is correct. <laughs> Was that any good? No. I didn't think so. I didn't think they've... They still haven't made a good Fantastic Four, have they? No. But Marvel has it now, so they'll figure it out. Yeah. Okay, let's see here. Uh, 2004. Hmm. Jim Caviezel. Monica Bellucci. In the late hours of the night at the forested Garden of Gethsemane. Jesus prays while his disciples, Peter, James, and John, sleep. While he prays in seclusion, Satan appears to Jesus in an androgynous form and tempts him, stating that no one can bear the burden that God asks him to suffer and die for humanity's sins. Mm. Are you guys serious? 
I, I, we are talking about the also out another clue highest rated no highest grossing R rated movie of oh, all time right. Passion of the Christ Passion of the Christ I couldn't think of that name. I knew it was that movie so I just couldn't I, I couldn't it took I, me a while to yeah. remember the name of the movie yeah, I, yeah, I wasn't think even thinking I'm Christ like, I was thinking like, Jesus I'm, was in the title I'm, I'm like Jesus Mel Gibson come on yes, man right on it 2004 <laughs> <laughs> Sarah Polly Vin Rames McKee Pfeiffer after finishing a long shift as a nurse, Anna returns to her suburban neighborhood and her husband. Oh, uh, caught up in the scheduled date night, they miss an emergency news bulletin. The next morning, a neighborhood girl enters her bedroom and kills Lewis, who immediately reanimates as a zombie and attacks Anna. Wait. Drew Dawn of the Dead. That's correct. Right. Okay. Just wanted to make sure it was the right one. That's right. The little girl. The she little was girl. freaky yeah. as hell. It was a great opening scene. Yeah. Oh my God. So good. Great I- opening scene. 2004. Summon Baby. Summon Peg. Nick Frost. A salesman. Works at an electronics store. Etchy. Etchy. Uh, Shaun of the Dead. That's correct. 2003. Arnold Schwarzenegger. Nick Stahl. Claire Danes. Drew. Drew. Terminator. Rise of the Machine. That is correct. That's Wait, I think I think I got these backwards. Okay, there we go. Uh, okay, let's wrap this up with 2001. Jake Gyllenhaal, James Duvall, Drew Barrymore, Maggie Gyllenhaal, Patrick Swayze. Oh, on October 2nd, 1988, uh, troubled teenager oh, woken up and beckoned outside by a mysterious voice. Once outside, he meets a figure in a monstrous rabbit costume oh, who um, introduces himself as Frank. Oh, shit. And tells this teenager oh, that the God. world will end in 28 days, 6 hours, 42 minutes, and 12 seconds. I, Drew. Drew. Die Darko. Damn it. I couldn't, I couldn't think of the name while, exactly. you were li- while you were speaking, so I had to plug my ears. Yeah. <laughs> we both had it like simultaneously, immediately, but could not think of the title. And also, I'll point out that the description in here says... On October 2nd, Trouble Teenager Donnie Darko is woken up. Oh, I had to like, says, edit that oh. in my very... <laughs> Donnie Darko. <laughs> you just picture reading that and being like, oh, damn it, next God, one. Damn it, they gotta, they gotta, <laughs> I fucked this up. <laughs> 1988, Willem Dafoe, Harvey Keitel. A carpenter in Rome, torn between his own desires oh. and his knowledge that God has a plan for him. Drew, Drew, the last temptation of Christ. That is correct. You know we'll go ahead and end on that one. Drew Cogburn, well done. The last temptation of Christ is correct. Thank you, Gabe. We appreciate it. Thank you, everyone, for playing at home. I hope you did well. How'd you do? How'd you at home? Let us know. Send us your scores on Twitter. Hashtag uh, uh, Feast or Sunday. And, uh, and what uh, for the winner? We'll send them a oh, copy we'll of the home you, game. We'll send you a uh, copy we'll, of the home game. We'll copy of the home game. We'll send you the PDF of all the games. You can see everything there. Um, okay, I have some stories here, guys. Here we go. Let's see. Did you know that I got five dollars off my next Fandango purchase? Yes, I did. That's a different email. Hold on a second. But only because I hacked your email. Oh God damn it, Drew! Why'd you do that for? Fun. Um, Galaxy Star Wars Edge Wars. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Galaxy Star Wars. You're ed- the Edge Wars? Ga- that's, that's something completely different. The Edge Wars. <laughs> How long can you edge for? It's uh, I can edge for at least six hours. Whoa. Yeah. Oof. You've never you felt nothing until you felt the nut at the end of a six-hour edge sesh. <laughs> <laughs> Happy Easter, everyone. I'm not sure if Happy Steve knows. Steve, do you know what we're talking about? No. Of course he knows. <laughs> You've, you know edging. Oh, yeah. Yeah, there you go. You're fine. Uh, Edgy the Edger. The, he's the Etcher, Steve Edger. Star Wars, colon, Galaxy's Edge. This Joel thing is, is going to be wild that they got over here at uh, Disneyland and Disney World. 
first of all, you know John Carpenter has nothing to do with this, but John Williams, <laughs> but John Williams wrote original music, wrote and composed original music that will play throughout the the galaxy's edge. Of course, do continuity, bro, for continuity. But it's like stuff that hasn't been heard anywhere else. Yep. It's for yes the park specifically. Oh, okay, <coughs> sounds about right. And uh, they're finding ways to include classic characters, even though it's a a new world, it's a new thing that hasn't been represented to anything Star Wars. So, yet. are we going to get the ghost of Han Solo hologram? We may get a ghost of Yoda somehow because Frank Oz recorded some Yoda stuff mm-hmm. for Galaxy's Edge, which is super cool. Uh, they brought back Paul Rubens because Paul Rubens is the voice of the pilot character in Star Tours. Okay, yeah. That character, they got him to record a whole bunch of stuff as that character, but now that character gets repurposed as a DJ at the cantina. <laughs> he's at Oga's cantina. Awesome. So now he's a DJ. He's in the corner yep. DJing and cracking jokes and stuff. It's Paul Rubens the whole time. And they have a bunch of music composed that is going to be credited to, that will be playing over the speakers of the cantina. It will be credited to Figurin Dan and the Modal Nodes, which yeah. is the band that played in the Tatooine cantina. That's the name of the band. Yeah. Okay. Uh, so it's all, it's all tied together. Yeah. It's actually one of those songs that like when it, when it gets in your head, you're like, well, at least it's this one. Yeah. Like, you know, like it's, it's one it, of the most pleasant ones to not be able to get it out of your head. But it is fully going to get stuck in your head. Oh, absolutely. Fully stuck in your head. They got, so just to recap, they have the lightsaber shop, mm-hmm. right? Where you can build your own lightsaber. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Droid shop. Mm-hmm. Build, build your, your own, own custom droid that can then follow you around the and park do stuff. and do stuff and interact with other droids. That's awesome. Isn't that crazy? That is so awesome. They have the, the already the Disney Park app that they already use mm-hmm. if you have that app when you go into Star Wars land Different it switches stuff. over to Star to a, Wars to app. a Star Wars like translator app so that you can then read all the signage because everything's written in some sort of crazy Star Wars and animation. I bet you it'll work better than real life because that shit doesn't work in China <laughs> oh yeah probably yeah you like <laughs> hold up your phone and it's supposed to translate yeah and one time I, I actually put my phone up and the translation was literally nothing like it just said N-O-T-H-I-N-G just like, nothing. It tragically, yep. Yeah, that sign up there, that uh, that street sign, that says nothing. And then it says nothing. Yeah, I don't think it does. I'm pretty sure it says something. <laughs> it's definitely telling me something, and you're not helping me out. Uh, you can build your own droids, custom lightsabers. You can go to the canteen. There's gonna be so much going on. Uh, it's me. I want to go. I want to go. I can't wait to go in the year 2030. I mean, if you're that's lucky, when it's going to open, Chris. No, it's going to be open this summer. But I mean, when are you going to get in there? Yeah, I mean, you're going to have to dip into your 401k. Day I know it to exactly, go. man. My Roth, my Roth IRA is going to take a hit just so I can get tickets to get in. Also, you got to stay at the park. Yep. Uh, at the resort, you got to stay at the hotel. What about you, your and if Roth IRA? And if you want to do it right, you got to stay for like a week, right? <laughs> Good job. Yes, thank you. Good job. Right? right, you, you want to do it right. You got to stay for like if a you week. Do it right. You got to stay for. You got to stay for five days at the hotel. You get so they can give you the clothes, and then you go through a whole game, a uh, storyline. Steve, there's a, a Millennium Falcon ride where hmm. you go on the ride, and then based on how you do the ride, you can either you smash up the Falcon or you get through it, and the Falcon is fine. And then you go to the cantina afterwards, and depending on how you do, like a person might come up to you, like in full on a costume, mm-hmm. and start interacting with you based on, like, oh man, I heard you did really good on that smuggler's run. You know, I got something for you, blah, blah, come with me, and all this stuff. It's like a real life Westworld RPG type That's thing. That's amazing. Man. Isn't that incredible? That is. It's wild. And I figure if you're going to, you know, like um, have a park that's like 
you know, hard to get into and and all that. Like you have to that like that has that much hype. You have to live up to it. You have to deliver. And that sounds like they are. I think they're going to deliver. Yeah. And uh, I mean, unless everything goes wrong, but it can't also at that point, then you have the dinosaurs are eating the people. Yes. Mm -hmm. Yeah. um, uh, The park itself is gigantic. Like it can fit inside it like three other uh, like sections of theme parks. I think within Galaxy's Edge, it'll hold Diagon Alley, uh, the Wizarding World, and like another entire section of another theme park. It's, it's wild how big Galaxy's Edge is. God, I, I mean, it has to edge the whole galaxy. It's got to edge that galaxy for a long time. That galaxy gets edged for millions and billions of years. You know how long it takes to edge a galaxy? To completion. <laughs> then you get the Big Bang. That's how you get the Big Bang. Big Bang comes from all that edging. Dude, I want to know how much it does Like, if you buy a robot once you like take it. Wait, like when you buy it, you get to keep it, right? Yes, yeah, yeah it's yours. But then what, do you, what do you do when you take it home? Yeah, but I mean, like, if it'll still like go around, and you know what I mean, like, how much of it is powered by information from like a Wi-Fi source or something yeah. to have it work the way you probably within the park itself? Yeah, I, I mean, mean, yeah. Will it talk to another? Like, say the three of us went and we all got a robot. Yeah. Will it be as cool if we all bring our robots home? And then we have our robots here, and they right, and they, they interact still, with each will other. They still no. interact with each other. No, it will not be as cool. But the next time you go to the park, you can bring your robot back with. You. Yeah. you can bring your robot to you with you to Star Wars wow, every time. That is fun. That yeah. is fun. I do that. I do that. Uh, employees are finding extreme blackout dates now for that section Hell of the park. Yeah. Hell yeah! So employees can still like get into Disney, but they can't get into Galaxy's Edge. Yep. And so far, the blackout dates for employees go all the way up through the end of October. But that's also because, as of right now, that's just as far as the calendar goes for yep. for even getting tickets. Uh, so okay. Like, so they're like, you work here. Thank you very much. You are not allowed to get in here using your <laughs> no at all. You, ever. you want to pay full price? By all means, come on in. Yes. Yes. Ah, yes. That's crazy. Isn't that crazy? Uh, so we go to Disney. Yes. The Disney purchase of Fox has resulted in casualties already. Of course, people have lost jobs. Mm-hmm. Fox Searchlight got shut down. Redundancies. Or the Fox Two Thousand got shut down. One of the Fox subsidiaries got shut down. Now, a project just got the plug pulled two weeks before production. Oh, I heard about this. Yes. It's a movie that's a, a stop motion, anim- not stop motion, a motion capture animated film called uh, based on a comic book series called Mouse Guard. Okay. And uh, what a surprise. Disney gets rid of the, the mouse movie. They got this thing <laughs> called Mouse Guard. Okay. It was going to be directed by Wes Ball. Wes Ball is the dude who did the Maze Runner movies. Okay. And uh, it was going to be starring Idris Elba, as well as, where are the other names of the people? Gary Whitta wrote it. He's the guy who wrote Rogue One, a Star Wars story. Uh, Idris Elba and Andy Serkis, because it's motion capture, right? That type of thing. But the problem is, there's some rumors about why. Disney decided to drop this thing. The main a, thing being... A, it's a mouse. It's a mouse. We can never have any important mouses other than Mickey. Mickey ain't being like, I ain't sharing the mouse stage. That's kind of stupid. But here's another thing. This would make sense. This movie had a budget of $170 million. Oh! <laughs> That's a huge It is budget. not going to make a billion dollars. If they if they give that 170 to Marvel, they get a billion back. Yeah, they ain't doing that with this. So they're like, you ain't getting this money. Uh, go find someone else. Go find Paramount. Go find someone else to do it. Also, apparently, they want Fox 
to focus on R-rated films and family stuff of a certain budget. Okay. They don't want them being Fox. Fox stuff is not going to be in the big budget game anymore mm-hmm. as far as Disney is concerned. Uh, so this $170 million motion capturing is gone. May end up on Netflix where Andy Serkis has an ongoing deal with uh, Netflix. Who knows? They picked up Jungle Book and they already have a deal for his next motion capture movie that he's working on right now. I don't know. $170 million is a lot of movies. Animal, a lot of money. Animal Kingdom. He's doing George Orwell's Animal Kingdom. Oh. Uh, that's stop motion. That's, I keep saying stop motion. That's motion capture. You mean Animal Farm? Animal Farm. Animal Kingdom's the Australian thing. I was just looking at that the other day on Amazon. I was like, oh, Animal Kingdom. Animal Farm. I would see an Australian Animal Farm, though. It's like, oh, look at the pigs. Right all, all right there. All right, Lord. There'll be <laughs> the pigs now walking on their feet. And then, oh, what are we going to do? We're going to cut them down and turn them to bacon. Mm-hmm. Uh, <laughs> Uh, yeah, so we'll see about this. Where this it'll probably it's already a fully foreign project. They have all the pieces in place. Um, it'll end up somewhere. This thing will still get made, mm-hmm. but it ain't ain't happening under Disney Disney's Fox. That's uh, yeah, no. Nope. Sorry, sorry guys. We're sticking with our Jungle Books and our Lion Kings because Aladdin's gonna be a money loser. Man, this Aladdin looks bad. You see the the Aladdin commercials and stuff, Steve? No, looks terrible. Oof! It's the guy Richie's Aladdin. Did you know that? No. Lock, stock, Guy Ritchie? Yeah. Lock, stock, and two smoking Aladdins. I, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. That Guy Ritchie. It's his movie. Oh, it does not look good. That sounds way out of his wheelhouse. Doesn't it sound yeah. like a bad idea? Well, yeah. so, so did uh, King Arthur, but he made that awful piece of shit, too. Did you ever see that one? No. There were giant energy shooting pyramids on the backs of super huge elephants. Now, that part was cool. Well, honestly, though, completely I think out of touch I've, with everything. Though I've never liked any King Arthur. That shit sucks, man. It's just a shitty story. It, it's so lame. I don't. I just don't care. It's I can't so get myself lame, to it's care. It's so boring. And then yet it keeps popping up in movies. We just yeah. saw it in Hellboy. There's a whole King Arthur Excalibur thing in Hellboy that sucks. Yeah, it was in a Transformers movie that was terrible. Where where uh, Stanley Tucci played Merlin in a Transformers movie. Shoot me in the face. Fuck you, movie. This is terrible. Speaking of Transformers, Bumblebee. Not a bad movie at all. When it no. comes to Star Wars, not bad Star Wars movies I've been, Bumblebee's quite good. You mean when it comes to Transformers? What, what, yeah, well, you said for when it yeah. comes to Star Wars. Yeah. That's true. And we're That's talking about Bumblebee. Well, I'm, still, I'm still on edging that galaxy, man. In the back of my mind, <laughs> how long does it take to edge that galaxy? You know, you got... got You're a little obsessed with this whole edging thing right now. Just for the galaxy. For good reason. Yes. Think of the epicness of it. You know how long that takes? You know how many Milky Ways? How else are you going to get to that Milky Way? I don't have that kind of time, Chris. You ain't got the time to make that Milky Way explode Mm -mm. all over your face. Mm -mm. (laughs) Nope. Uh, So the guy who did Bumblebee, his name's Travis Knight. He did also Kubo and the Two Strings. You ever see that one? Mm -mm. That is stop-motion animation. I'm using that phrase correctly there for once. (laughs) Uh, That's a great one. I think it's currently on Netflix. It is. Mm. Fantastic little movie. Or at least it was. Yes, it was, still is, forever will be. Uh... Amen. The uh, that guy then did Bumblebee, which was a fun movie. It's enjoyable. His next film, he is now jumping on Mocky Mox, the Six Billion Dollar Man. Interesting. Yes, because they're taking in the TV show, Six Million Dollar mm-hmm. Man, for inflation, Six yep. Billion Dollars. Yeah, that's good because Six Million's not impressive. No. It's not gonna get you much these days. I mean, not for real. Six Million Dollars, yeah, it gets you a couple blade feet and yeah, uh, and that's about know, it, and an eye patch, a plastic eye patch. Yeah. Uh, six billion dollars so and then you get Maki Mark he's like come on guys you guys want to see my cool fucking robot arms <laughs> I'm Maki Mark I'm Maki Mark I got these robot arms I'm going to jump over this building and I'm going to bring the funky bunch with me I'm going to bring the funky bunch and we're going we're gonna to punch some bad guys I'm going to Harvard yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so we'll see 
before it was going to be Peter Berg was going to direct the six billion dollar man. Of course he was because Maki he, he, he does half of Maki Mark's movies, but uh, that would have sucked. But now it's still we're still we're stuck with Marky Mark. What is every movie he does? He looks confused. Yep. Mm. Like no matter what character he is, whether he's a cop, a criminal, or a dad adopting a bunch of kids, he's always looking around like, "What the fuck's going on?" Yeah. Uh, so now he's going to be walking around. What the fuck's going on? I'm a six billion dollar man. I don't get it, <laughs> guys. He <laughs> paid six billion dollars, and I don't understand. It's, it's going to be uh, a bunch of shit if you ask me. But you know Probably. what? Uh, who's asking me? I guess people who let download the show. And yeah, they yeah. are press brief, so it's, it's, yeah, it's, they are asking. It's what I do. It's my thing. Um, yeah. All right. You know what? I, I'm not going to break out the movie cards here because you already did uh, we already today. did a trivia. Thanks to Gabe. We appreciate it, Gabe. Yes, thank you, Gabe. Thanks, you can, you can email us, cinemacrestbody, so at gmail.com, any questions or games that you want us to do, and, and we'll read it on the show. Yeah. Just because I don't actively ask for emails anymore doesn't mean people can't send them. People can send them all the time. We'll be very happy to read it. You, you can this tell is, one right now. This is still the show of the people. Yes. 100%. This is still the show of the people. Uh, always will be the show of the people. Even the people like Randy. I was going to say, I was going to say everybody except for Randy. Who decides that the only time that they will reach out will be in a very public way to say about something they don't like. Thanks, Randy. We appreciate it. Uh, you know what? What's the moral of today's episode? Here we go. Time for some Crespo contemplations. Deep thoughts by Chris Crespo. What is today's moral? Um, Easter is a time to drink but if you're gonna drive while you drink drive very fast Drusa Cogger do you have anything? hide your keys hide your keys and if you can find them it means you were destined to drive that means <laughs> hide your keys if you can find them it's all good bro also Bill Cosby jokes passe maybe Drusa Cogger what you got I got nothing as always. He's got nothing as always. He's an amoral son of a bitch. Mm-hmm. Uh, well, that's the end of the episode. Thank you, Drew. Welcome, Chris. Thank you, Steve. Absolutely. Uh, got Game of Thrones tonight. Uh, I'm looking, Drew's looking for it. Game Thrones? He, he got HBO for Game of Thrones. Yeah. So uh, we're going to have a good time. And uh, there's only five episodes left. Already? It just started. <laughs> there's only five episodes. There's only six episodes to begin with? Yeah. Right, there we go. Yeah. <laughs> Is that crazy? Um, thank you, everyone. We appreciate you guys. Are cool. Production.